0: Kanye West is not Picasso, I am Picasso. Kanye West is not Edison, I am Edison, I am Tesla. Jay-Z is not the Dylan of anything, I am the Dylan of anything. I am the Kanye West of Kanye West, the Kanye West. Of the great bogus shift of bullshit culture, from one boutique to another, I am Tesla, I am his coil. The coil that made electricity soft as a bed. I am the Kanye West Kanye West thinks he is. When he shoves your ass off the stage, I am the real Kanye West. I don't get around much anymore. I never have. I only come alive after a war. And we have not had it yet. Leonard Cohen, titled Kanye West, is not Picasso. Hello everybody and welcome to Hot Soup. My name is Manuel and I'm Salusqueda. And as you can probably assume by this introduction, we're gonna be talking about Kanye West again.
1: <laughs> can I read a Can I read a poem too, though, real quick? Okay. I miss the old Kanye. Straight from the go, Kanye. Chop up the soul, Kanye. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> You're just reading the song. You're just reading the, from Life <laughs> those of Pablo. Are
1: the, those are the lyrics I love, Kanye by Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I do miss the old Kanye though.
0: Dude, make make Kanye 2006 again. But eyes had the right idea.
1: Yeah, what the fuck happened? I don't know, dude. Kanye needs him? to get on his meds. He needs to get on some Please,
0: meds. Please Kanye, take your fucking medicine, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking corny, man. Like you're you're on the same pedestal as Kid Rock right now, my guy. With better music, but yeah. With better music, but I mean mentality-wise.
1: Yeah, mentality-wise, you're up there with him. Mm,
0: man.
1: So I actually haven't kept up with whatever Kanye Kanye did this what did Kanye do this week?
0: What did Kanye do? <laughs> uh well first of all Kanye's uh cell phone password is 0000000, zero, 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 zero if anybody wants to open up his cell phone cuz he's so fucking stupid he can't even think of a good fucking code.
1: How do you know that's um, his password? Did
0: he say that? Because because in his um his in, in this conversation he had with Donald Trump, he looked at his phone And then uh, people could record what he was. What is what was his? uh, People recorded what his passcode was as he put it in. And it was just zero 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 zero. (laughs) It's six zeros. It's almost as stupid as one two three four five six. You know what I mean? Like. But uh, before we continue, go ahead and watch that video I sent you, Sal, so you can so we can talk about this.
1: How do you feel about the Young Turks?
0: Uh, I like the Young Turks.
1: I like them too. Sometimes Um, I don't like their. I don't like their. Sometimes they sound a little snark. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't. I don't like their tone, but I do agree with them. I guess for the most part, I'm <laughs> pretty much everything. Yeah.
0: Their tone is a bit off sometimes, but for the most part, they do pretty good. Um, they do pretty good. Uh, they do good work. Called? Who's that one they guy with the work.
1: beard and all the and all the rings that like always like breaks down?
0: I like, forgot but, his name, but i yeah. Piker. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. is it? I don't know but uh just fast forward just watch that video and fast forward to 40 seconds first the young turks one or yeah that's the only one i can find at this point
1: oh he tells trump that he's bipolar
0: yeah this is much better i think you can pause that here check out that youtube video i just sent
1: oh damn dude kanye in the fucking
0: oval office Mm -hmm. with a MAGA hat that hat gives him power he says he says it's a superman cape for himself i know i know i know he says he looks up to Ralph Lauren. He looks up to Donald Trump. He looks up to American industry guys. <laughs> oh God! It's interesting that he's talking about bringing manufacturing back to America in front of Donald Trump, who gets all of his stuff made in China. You know,
1: I mean, his shoes are also not made. Yeah, he's talking West about Susan. he's talking about his Adidas shoes in this conference.
0: Yeah,
1: Connie West on C-SPAN, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's talking about the Thirteenth Amendment.
0: <laughs> we don't have thirteen floors, right? <laughs> what the? F- Fuck! It's a talking wild about? rant, The dude. trap
1: door, and you end up next to the Unabomber. Yeah. Oh my god! When he says, like, if you read the Thirteenth Amendment, you get locked up and turned into a slave. I like. He looks like like you guys get it.
0: You guys get it.
1: <laughs> he looks like the crazy like the crazy guy that's like, just like ranting about things.
0: And then like when he, he looks like a freaking back, he looks like a fucking black Israelite right now. That's what I meant. But on a a different like dimension. I was going to say, yeah,
1: he looks like, he looks like a hotep guy. He's like, what he's reminding me
0: he's, he's he's fully taken all the Kool-Aid man. He's drank the Kool-Aid to its completion and he's fully immersed into the dark place, into the The sunken place. Yeah. And he's fully immersed into the sunken place. (laughs) Fork's got to have dope cars. That's how he fixed the problem. Let me know when he pulls out the phone, self, because I want to watch this with you, where he starts talking about how how the president needs to be respected and how he needs to be flying the dopest planes and being the freshest person around and stuff like that.
1: He pulled out the phone. Okay. Donald Trump says, get rid of Air Force One when any plane you're in is Air Force One, you fucking dumbass. (laughs) The flyest planes.
0: He has to be the freshest. This is coming from the guy who who said George Bush doesn't care about black people.
1: Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that now.
0: No, that's still deep in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just... It's it's just so sad. And he's like, that was impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've never heard a black person talk this long, is what he was saying. Yeah, like, I've
1: never listened to... I didn't know black people could even... I didn't know their mouths could move as long as yours just did.
0: Damn, Kanye, you wild. You wilding, Kanye. But yeah, man, it's just like literally watching Kanye West have a... Freaking mental breakdown on TV. You know what I mean? It's just like... I don't know what this guy is... What he's doing or what he's not doing. But whatever it is... Like... Kanye, take care of your mental health, man. (laughs) Just stop it, dude. Whatever you're
1: doing, stop doing it. Whatever you're not doing, do that. Just
0: do it again, man. Yeah, do it again. Like, I've never seen such, like, boot licking. You know what I mean? Like, it's... He's (laughs) licking the boot hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's full boot. You know? Full boot in mouth. Like... Full boot all the way up. I thought um,
1: this weekend when I saw I saw Real Dominic perform the he's a former Chippendales dancer, turned uh, and he does a he doesn't he does a musical act, yeah um and there was a part where he like gets down on his knees, in his like big little thong, and works <laughs> his way up the microphone. He like licks the microphone and he's like working his way up the mic stand. And I thought that was like the dirtiest thing I ever saw licked. But now yeah. Kanye has Kanye just beat out real <laughs> dominant <laughs> by licking this boot for the for the grossest licking I have ever seen. <laughs>
0: Quote of the day: Grossest licking ever. Let's see right here. According to Andrew Restucia, he said, "Overheard in the White House press room after reporters left a rambling Oval Office." Uh, pool spray with. I bet President people Trump left that fucking office, working lightheaded. Uh, yeah, no, there's a quote here saying that people saying working here is officially insane. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> fucking wild. That's what they said. That's a quote. That's a quote from some of them from the news reporters walking out of the walking out of the newsroom. They were just like, "What the fuck just happened?" You Dude, just it's a clown showing off.
1: You hear cameras going off. Kanye is like making a point, and every time he like. He
0: said something crazy here like ta 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 going off. To me it just sounds like pa 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 this is america this is america. Oh god, what's going on? Is that a fucking phone? I don't even know what's even happening anymore.
1: What the uh you should actually play some you should play a clip of Kanye West talking with some circus music in the background. Okay, I'll just to see what it
0: sounds like. There's infinite amounts of universe and there's alternate universe, so it's very important for me to get Hoover out because in an alternate universe, I am him. And I have to go and get him free because he was doing positive inside of Chicago. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a superman. That's my favorite superhero. There's a lot of things affecting our mental health that makes us do crazy things that puts us back into that trap door called the 13th Amendment. I did say abolish with the hat off because why would you keep something around... I'm sure it sounds... It probably sounds lit. It's like, oh shit. And I fly the flyest planes and the dopest factories.
1: They don't do DJ scratches anymore. All right. I'm not going to beatbox
0: on my podcast. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to stop before I start. Yeah, for those that don't know, man, he's an expert beatboxer. I'm not an expert. It's just something I do to get <laughs> phone numbers. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, man, it's let's see what some of these other quotes. It's like, <laughs> hey, you want to fuck? Kanye West is currently on an extended Soliloquy that includes saying he has Been diagnosed with bipolar disorder Said that was a misdiagnosis And he is sleep depriven While in the Oval Office uh, From Ben Jacobs on Twitter Very good point Yeah, Kanye West has been, he's also a sick fuck Who likes a quick
1: fuck (laughs) He's a sick fuck who likes a quick fuck He'll get you a big truck He'll
0: buy you that nip tuck Ooh, yeah what's it called um it doesn't show this here right but in but in the, there's another video where he says like there's multiple like u- universes and in one universe i am this man who's in prison so i needed to get myself out of prison like which is such a kanye thing to say like
1: yeah yeah kanye likes to talk about the multiverse every once in a while yeah man i don't
0: know bro like i just needed to bring that up like kanye. i miss you kanye I miss yeah, yeah, yeah. Please come back. <laughs> come back to me. Come back to us, Kanye. Um I'll let you I'll let you bring up the next the next topic. What do you got in in the bag Sal? So?
1: Um yeah, you know, I got into some shit on Facebook. You wanna talk about Facebook shit? Let's
0: talk about some Facebook shit.
1: Let's talk about some Facebook shit, which I mean it's some Facebook shit, but it's also just something that like that happens a lot of times and it's an argument I hear I hear a lot. All right, so um, oh, hey, and it also it actually has to do with uh with one of my other topics. I completely forgot about this, so I told you about the the g o p the volunteers dumped at a gas station by the uber driver, mm-hmm, yeah, so let's go back to the beginning, then here, I'll send you this video, you gotta check it out. Okay. So I just sent it to you on Facebook. So six young volunteers were dumped at a random gas station by an anti-Trump Uber driver while visiting Raleigh, North Carolina. The volunteers okay. say the driver told them "Welcome to the resistance" after he told them to get out of the vehicle. Two of the volunteers sat down with DC Stephanie Hamill to discuss the frightening experience. And that's the that's the the video I sent you. Um, basically, it says the video is just them talking to some like to some. So some Fox pundit or whatever. About um about how they were just uh they were going to the young Republicans meeting. They had just left. They had just left uh-huh. and they were going there. I don't know. They were just a couple of young Republicans out out on the town together, getting driven just around being, in Uber and Rally North Carolina. Just being privileged. Just
0: being privileged. Just being and privileged white, out and on town. Yeah,
1: who knows what the hell they were talking about in the back of the car that inspired the uh the Uber driver. To just drop them off at a random gas station. Could they have just said that they were random that they were young Republicans and he just hated them for that? Possible. Still fair. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. Chances are I feel like this is was probably like an Uber driver who was a person of color and they were just saying some brazy racist shit, pretending that the probably just acting like the driver was not even there or a human or, you know, present to hear what they were talking about. Yeah. I'm sure something offensive came out of their mouths. And, you know, this person decided to uh, take him to a gas station in a quote-unquote bad part of town and told him to get the hell out of the car. Yeah. Refused service to them. <laughs> Good. As is your right as an Uber driver.
0: Yeah. So what was the argument you got into?
1: My This this video got posted on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking. I'm looking at the discussions. I know that there's going to be something awful. And I try to stay away from the discussion sessions for things like this because i know there's always going to be something something shitty there that's just going to piss me off but i couldn't uh-huh. help myself so this guy atom smith i don't give a fuck i say names light is the only thing to cure darkness i don't see how being shitty to each other helps anyone uh-huh. someone uh, responded are those women based on accident beliefs functioning out of light or is it only the driver's responsibility to quote unquote not be shitty Someone asked mm-hmm. how it was violent, and then Adam Smith again replies that I show respect and love towards others with differing opinions, and I get respect back. I understand this isn't the case for everyone, and everyone's story is different. I'm just saying, I'll listen if you are a person in my life. I help where I can, and I hope those, and I hope for those I cannot. You can't fix this broken system, but the least we can do is try, and therefore bo- vote. Being able to each other doesn't help your argument. Back to the subject, it's, Uber shouldn't support drivers who do this from a business standpoint, and people should treat others how they want to be treated. Is,
0: one... is he white?
1: Yeah, of course, he's a white guy.
0: Because that's a very easy position, a very easy stance to take as a white man. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, it's always a very easy stance to say. It's like, hey,
0: man, I don't see color, man. I just love everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because man. Maybe you just
1: get treated with respect. You also get treated with I treat everyone with respect, and they treat me that way back. It's like, no, people just treat you. People just are automatically programmed. They want to treat you with respect. You've experienced more respect in your whole life than, than other people have, you know? You're a privileged. It's a it's a privileged. It's a really it's a really privileged um opinion to have on this on a subject like this. Especially mm-hmm. it's such a tense time in the country. You know, everyone everyone's really angry. Brett Kavanaugh just got confirmed, which is by a the way, yeah, yeah. I had some stuff about Kavanaugh, but I'm just kind of sick about of talking about that. Yeah, guy. I'm not.
0: I'm. I had some stuff too, but I just took it off in the last minute, thinking to myself, you know, fuck this guy. I'm not even gonna bother bringing it up. Like, uh, he's already in. There's nothing I can do about it at this fucking point other than be upset about it. Hopefully hopefully somebody opens up an FBI case against him. We'll fucking see what happens there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So someone else replies, like, right, it's a nice thought, but it doesn't work for most of us. Mm-hmm. Which is the truth. It really doesn't work for most of us. Um,
0: yeah, so, sometimes I can show as much respect as I want to somebody, and they're still going to hate me just because of who I am, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then finally someone else said, you know, you're right. Let's hold hands with Nazi lovers and sing Kumbaya. Which, you know, is kind of like glib, but that's pretty much that pretty much is what your opinion is saying. Let's just hold hands with the Nazis and... And hope that everything works out, and maybe they'll see us as human beings and stop hating us for no fucking reason.
0: Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and read uh, about the white moderate in "Letter from a Birmingham Jail" and come back at me, man. You know.
1: Yeah, so he's just saying. So he's on here just posting all these things, defending the GOP and Nazis and Trump supporters, how they want jobs and like most of them aren't really racist.
0: That doesn't matter though. Like you voted for a racist though, so you might not yeah, be racist, but, but you, you certainly are.
1: align with one. But you're supporting a fucking racist, exactly, and it's just. At one point, I told him to go back to his yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> go back to your yoga yeah. class. If you actually listened to paid attention, you'd know your two cents are unwelcome and unneeded. Way to make it about you. Oh, I said, uh, go back to your yoga class, white boy. Let's not, let's not like, I won't omit that.
0: Good, good. So yeah. So then
1: this worm corrects my spelling and tells me I misspelled paid. Uh uh-huh. Which I didn't go back and fix. But yeah, it says, it says, it says, it says my name, Chavador Buskas paid, to which I replied, Adam Smith, dumb. <laughs> and he, he tell you then he goes into the whole thing about how i'm finding the wrong guy and making uneducated his assumptions and personal attacks but you know i don't know i don't think my oh yeah he says that he's a, that he's uh that he works his ass off to pay his bills and his taxes and afford for his family what they have and he tries to get back to the community when he can
0: okay tight good like, good, good for good you. Like, are you
1: assuming i don't have a job or pay taxes or like
0: anything like what does that even have to do with our argument yeah exactly i'm
1: like what does it have to do with anything bro this is it's like you and everybody else at that point i just like stop engaging with the guy though oh no he posted one more thing then he posted that he posted this is actually what i was quoting this is kill shot at one point he tries to hit me with the kill shot when he said that thing about darkness and light he's like i was quoting a paragraph from this and it's a picture of martin luther king and it's it's a martin luther king quote Darkness uh-huh. cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that.
0: Uh huh uh. Uh-huh. Which is
1: like so much more infuriating when like when white when white moderates bring up Martin Luther King to to support their white moderateism. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just shows a complete ignorance of who Martin Luther King was. And it's like you said, yeah, he he wrote a whole essay about people like this.
0: Exactly. It's like that. Just because showing love, mira, mira, way mansos pero no mensos. This is what Jesus said about fucking about about Christians, right? It means meek, but not stupid. You know, we're not trying to. Martin Luther King was nonviolent, and he might have not been trying to like actively hate someone. But you know, like he, he might not have been trying to actively hate somebody. But he was st- he still know that there was injustice and that's why he took all those fucking ass whoopings so that people could like have even some basic human rights. You know what I mean? We're not fucking idiots. And love, not hate, doesn't mean hold hands, like you said, hold hands with Nazis and sing "Kumbaya." It means like yeah, yeah, and
1: show them love or forgive them. It's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be forgiving people for, or how am I, am supposed to be, how am I supposed to change anything by showing like someone that hates
0: me love like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like we're not supposed to be atta- we're not supposed to become Unabombers, you know what I mean? But. We're also like um, not supposed to sit here and take it, you know. Yeah. And he didn't sit here and take it, and neither should we. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, he did sit there and take it, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like you said, it's just so easy to like to just be a white observer and take a take a stance of um, of just saying you should just treat people with respect. It's like, yeah, I guess you you treat the cops with respect because they treat you with respect. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when you get pulled over, your life—it's you really easy like to be respectful. Danger. T- it's really easy to be respectful to the police when they're like showing you respect too. you know what I mean? When they're not telling you to step out of the vehicle and knocking you all over the place. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, um, this ended with a, with a really good, um, a really good outtake, I guess, just a quote that someone put up explaining why this is like, why maybe like the reaction that we have when someone tells us this is so visceral, which I never even thought about it this way, but it says, don't fight hate with hate. In quotes is an example of subtle gaslighting, where our legitimate hurt and anger at the injustice we suffer is being equated to the bigotry and abuse of our oppressors. Mm-hmm. being angry doesn't mean you are being hateful, it means you love yourself enough to get upset at your own mistreatment yeah so yeah, I feel like the most the most offensive thing about this is when people say things like that it's um it's it is just kind of dismissing our anger at being mistreated
0: yeah, I agree hundred percent.
1: Instead of um, like what the young Republicans instead, of, you, we could analyze it either way, and it, and it probably would have been analyzed the other way if it had been the if it had been um, if it had been um, three or four black people that had been dropped off in a random neighborhood by a white taxi driver for what or Uber driver for whatever reason, I think the conversation would have reflect more would have revolved more around what did they say to make the taxi driver want to drop them off there,
0: exactly, you know. And they would have put in a picture of them, like, throwing up gang signs, but it's actually just them doing, like, the peace symbol or something. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They would have found the worst picture of them possible, and they would have mm. said, well, what were they saying to possibly cause the Uber driver to feel
0: uncomfortable? Yeah, exactly. Nah, it's just a whole load of bullshit, man. And it's just, like, it's it's just such a visceral thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. This is so funny. The I opened up this article. Um... <laughs> Just so I could have the 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 white moderate portion of the of, of his speech written, but it's actually a speech talking in response to the darkness cannot drive out hate.
1: <laughs> yeah, he actually, yeah, he even he even goes back and and talk. I knew he went back and talked about that quote, but I didn't have a I didn't have it in front of me. You have it.
0: So, hey, no, I mean this is hey, it's B, it's B K or B K on Twitter wrote instead of using the same M L K quote about darkness not driving out darkness sit down and read his letter to Birmingham jail and chew on what it means to be a white moderate and why black folks refuse to wait passively for things to change.
1: Oh yeah. So the letter to the white moderate is a letter to from Birmingham jail then.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, that, that's a portion from the Birmingham jail. Uh-huh. I'm just saying like, I just thought it was interesting that this article is in response to people, to white people using that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, and they're using that passage from the letter and I just happened to have this open, and I didn't notice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought that was interesting, because it does get used so much by these, by by um white moderates. by by white moderates. You know what I mean? White moderates love to use this MLK quote instead of this MLK quote. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, King wrote, "Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection." And that's true. You know, there's nothing. There's just you're ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and yeah, it's like, this I don't know what, two- what, what Pinterest did, what Pinterest did he, what Pinterest do white people go to find all these, um, all these Martin Luther King quotes too? I'm wondering. Just, just Pinterest. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> Pinterest is white people. Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like, this is like you're, you're living in a fucking Pinterest account world pretty much when you, when you think that like, that we don't have the right to be angry or retaliatory sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm um yeah it's just it's a load of nonsense and i don't just i i invite everyone to not just read the white moderate portion of mlk's uh letters from a birmingham jail but go ahead and read the whole thing because not enough people have and i've and I've, and i've said and i've told you guys to read it a few times on this podcast and i'm gonna keep telling you guys to read it um and if you don't think mlk was mad if you don't think shit think about gandhi and not eating. Do you think Gandhi wasn't mad when he was when he was like starving fighting, to death? B- when he was starving to death, you know what I mean? Anybody who was a, who was peacefully protesting anything was very upset. You'd to have to be mad protesting. to do
1: something like that too. You know, it's like anger is very um it's very um motivating.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Anger can be a very like, strong motivational force.
0: So don't just sit there on your pedestal and tell and tell us people of color or minorities um to not be mad. And to just love everyone, especially when you can't, when you, when when you, when you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. And especially like
1: Martin Luther King broke the fucking law to get his point across. Like, yeah, you see it, you see it. And he's just, he's just sitting on a counter and he's just riding a bus. Maybe that's what it looks like to, to your typical white moderate. Yeah. In 2018, it looks like, oh, it's just some people on a bus. It's just some people sitting in a counter. It's like, no, these are like, these are fucking rebels. These are criminals in the eyes of the law breaking, you know, these are criminals breaking the law in the eyes of the government. Yeah. They, so, were, they, they were taking their lives into their hand and pissing off a lot of people. And, you know, there were a lot of white moderates at that time saying that they didn't have to do that, that they didn't have to break the law, that they could be more peaceful about it, that they didn't have to make a spectacle.
0: And, uh, that you know, a lot, of, and a lot of black men and, and a lot of black men and women died, too. And a lot of black men and women went to jail and a lot mm-hmm. of black men and women got, like, very seriously injured in all these situations, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the letter to a Birmingham, uh, at, the, at the beginning of the letter from a Birmingham jail, he actually, um, he talks about a discussion that they tried to have. There was, um, because Martin Luther King even does he does go into a part where they just had a discussion with people. And so <coughs> then last September came the opportunity to talk with the leaders of Birmingham's economic community. In the course of the negotiations, certain promises were made by the merchants. For example, to remove the store's humiliating racial signs. On the basis of these promises, the Reverend Fred Shuttle- Shuttlesworth and the leader of the Alabama Christian Movement for Human Rights agreed to the moratorium on all demonstrations. So they decided to stop the demonstrations if the if the commerce, you know, if the if the com- if the economic community would take down their uh, their whites only, black only signs.
0: Yeah. Okay. What was the result? As the
1: weeks and months went by, we realized that we were the victims of a broken promise. A few signs briefly removed returned the others remained as in so many past experiences our hopes had been blasted and the shadow of the deep disappointment settled upon us we had no alternative except to prepare for direct action whereby we would present our, our very bodies as a means of laying our case before the conscience of the local and the national community Mindful of the difficulties involved, we decided to undertake a process of self-purification. We began a series of workshops on nonviolence and we repeatedly asked ourselves, are you able to accept blows without retaliating? Are you able to endure the ordeal of jail? We decided to schedule our direct action program for the Easter season, realizing that, except for Christmas, this is the main shopping period of the year. Knowing that a strong economic withdrawal program would be the byproduct of direct action, we felt that this would be the best time to bring pressure to bear on the merchants for needed change. So he's saying that that's how they started their uh, their boycott, mm-hmm. which was one of the one of the things one of the one of Martin Luther King's protests um which was really effective and at that point you know instead of um instead of people saying oh you know these black people are being abused and they're mad and now they're not spending money um in retaliation they decided to say oh the economy is getting fucked up and it's these black people's fault for not spending money
0: oh that black people were the millennials of, of that yeah time. exactly <laughs> same
1: exact thing man same exact thing that's happening now where they're blaming millennials for, for for businesses with outdated models going out of, going out of um, falling out of fashion.
0: (laughs) It's so goofy, man. Mm -hmm. Are you going to make another point? Oh,
1: well, yeah, I was just going to say that's the same thing they did with that by blaming, blaming black people for businesses going out for racist businesses, um, having to going out of business.
0: Yeah. Going out of business. Yeah. Fucking assholes. So speaking about poorly treated people, Melania Trump talks about being the most bullied person in the world.
1: I haven't even thought about her in so long. Which yeah. one's Melania? Is Melania the daughter or the wife?
0: Melania's is his wife. Melania.
1: Melania. That's my impression Trump. of Bill Clinton saying Melania's name. Melania.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he says it at night very often. Melania. When he's raping whatever whatever um, intern he has working for him. Oh god. Yeah.
1: Most likely, Bill Clinton. You fucking worm
0: you fucking piece of shit melania trump the first lady said the reason she incorporated social media abuse into be best her public awareness campaign on children's issues is that she herself is one of the most world, is one of the world's most high profile victims of bullying thank you very much you bitch <laughs> so apparently you only started this foundation because you were being mean to so all right yeah yeah cool. she she
1: decided it was like i am being bullied and now i understand
0: it yeah, she said I could say I'm the most bullied person in the world. Miss Trump said in an interview with ABC News. But you know, this is just another example of people with too much money or too much privilege, like not knowing what actual bullying or abuse is. You know. Mm-hmm. On the same note, Ron pa- Rand Paul's wife says she sleeps with a loaded gun by her bed over fear of attacking liberals.
1: Who's Rand Paul?
0: Rand Paul uh, is the junior senator of Kentucky. Oh, he's God. a member of the, He's a member of the Tea Party movement. What a fucking word. And a serious conservative. (laughs) But Rand Paul's wife says she keeps a loaded gun by her bed because she's so scared of, like, attacking liberals.
1: Damn. Well, hey, you know, apparently a day ago, Rand Paul joined the Democrats in a bill to try to stop the Iran war. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, he still hates the gays. Yeah, he still hates gay people. He still hates gays and is a wild racist, so fuck this motherfucker.
0: (laughs) It's really, like, a lot of these uh, right-wing guys are just constantly like living in fear, apparently over like the idea of people demanding their rights. It's just like, it's just like, I'm just so afraid that people are going to actually start eating the rich. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't don't understand what, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I
1: don't understand what all the fear, what's the fear based on too. Nothing. I don't feel like any of their positions are going to change. They're still going to be rich. They're still going to be comfortable. Yeah. You're still going to have more than you fucking need. I'm just asking to make I'm just asking for a higher minimum wage over here.
0: Yeah, I just want to I just want like bu- basic human rights. I just want <laughs> basic
1: human rights. I just want a higher minimum wage and you know to not have my friends beat up by the police <laughs> or thrown in jail unfairly.
0: Mhm. It's just like they're so afraid of people who are typically pacifists. you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe uh, equal sh-
1: job opportunities. <laughs>
0: It's just so wild, man. It's just like it's you being know, so blinded to what could fix the problem that they choose to rather have a loaded gun by your bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: And what you said, the thing about people being typically pacifist, like that, just brings up another thing I was um, I think about. Like now that um, a lot of liberals are, are starting be- to become very
0: unpacifist. Yeah, we're getting militant mil- liberals, which is, a I'm lot all of about it. Liberals, which I'm all about
1: it, but it's like it's funny because it's from a group that's not necess- that was never really traditionally that militant. So we have all these people that. I feel like we're like what worries me is that there's a lot of people that aren't prepared for militancy who like really want to be militant now, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you have no background on any of this, which just makes me worried sometimes. It makes me worried for like you know my my fellow um, progressive people going out there and getting themselves hurt, you know, or beat mm-hmm. up for being too overzealous.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not overzealous,
1: but I mean, just like just putting themselves in a situation that they're not ready for, like our like our guy that got punched out by the Nazis back in episode what was it one or two,
0: one or two something like that.
1: Yeah, I just like to prevent for that to happen. Which I say, which you you know, liberals like guys, let's go, let's join our MMA schools, let's get guys in the and fight girls. gym, guys and girls, go to the fight gym,
0: non-conforming gendered individuals. Exactly.
1: You started hitting the fight gym recently, didn't you, Manny?
0: yeah dude. I'm loving it. I've lost a bunch of weight,
1: and I'm sure you're learning a lot of great techniques
0: oh yeah dude i'm i'm I know how to choke anybody out now <laughs> yeah, not as not as well as me, but I'm sure you do, yeah, exactly. I do know how to choke people now we so get to good. we we
1: should we get to roll again next time I see you, we
0: should go roll again, yeah, you should ask your gym if they'd be cool with me coming out for a lesson or something.
1: Oh, yeah, you can show up. you can always show up for a day class,
0: yeah. How much would a day cast cost
1: um, I'm sure like for the first time they'd let you they let you just jump jump into a class
0: that'd be tight. I'd appreciate it you take a class yeah, what's it called? I'm thinking i mean I'm visiting soon i will see if I have time for that. I'd like to i'd like yeah to yeah I remember I remember
1: too. the last time we rolled we didn't I remember the last time we rolled. I got you in a triangle or something no, we never rolled. We rolled. We rolled one time at San Diego Combat Academy. Did we? Yeah, I remember there was one, one or two times that we rolled at San Diego Combat Academy. Huh. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like at the end of you going to that school, you kind of like stopped attending shortly after that. Yeah, I don't remember. But well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you want to say you got anything more about Melania Trump? Because as we're on the subject of fighting, we can we can. No, no. Go ahead. We can segue into the the McGregor Khabib fight.
0: Yeah, buddy, where McGregor got mauled by Khabib. Rocked. He got like he got like oh man, he might as well have been fighting that grizzly bear that Khabib wrestled that Khabib when he was, was a child. With- like, yeah, right. <laughs> like like but like a full grown grizzly bear cuz like he got a couple of good hits on Khabib, but Khabib just like dominated completely the whole fight, you know?
1: Mhm. For the most part it was all Khabib.
0: Mhm. And then we, and then he he gifted us with the most with the iconic, uh, freaking fight outside of the ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I thought I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. That's my kind of. That's my kind of stuff. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. yeah we all loved it's, it. it. It's bad for the sport, I suppose. But as far as like a moment in like, it's great. You know, like
1: that's how I feel. Yeah, everyone like everyone feels this is bad for the sport. You know, it's the it's not it's what you don't want them what you don't want MMA to, to be associated with in the public because it's, it's had like this, the sport has had a, a really hard fight to be able to get as big as it had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Connor, so Connor gets the floor wiped with his face, you know, Connor, what's his name? um Khabib comes Some in might
0: say and, he gets his face wiped with the floor.
1: Yeah. Khabib comes in and says like, man, this ring looks really dirty. Like I don't have a, I don't have a washcloth though. So I'm just going to have to use your face, Connor.
0: Yeah. Oh, you got blood on it, Connor. Like, don't get me wrong Connor got a few good hits in there and stuff like that he got a few good hits
1: in and he defended himself like pretty decently for a minute but
0: but it's just Khabib's another level man he's another level of fighter yeah yeah Khabib was able to wrestle him to the
1: ground and then just like rain punishment on him and then at the end everyone thought that if Khabib were to stand with Connor and exchange punches he it it wouldn't go well for Khabib but he did that in the second and third round he actually stood with him and exchanged some punches for a while and he yeah. outboxed him and finally like in the fourth round landed that crazy right hand that put Connor down.
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe if he if he was fighting him hand to hand, like Connor would have gotten the upper hand, right? But uh yeah. you know, this is MMA and mm-hmm. them's the brakes, kid. Go box yeah. if you wanna just throw punches.
1: All right, but this isn't a sports podcast. It's hot soup, so let's get to the soup. At the end of the at the end of the fight, Khabib is angry, he throws his mouthpiece. Jumps out of the ring and attacks one of Connor's teammates with an elbow. Oh no! Attacks one of. Uh, jumps on one of Connor's teammates and was able to land a hammer fist on him. Yeah. After that, some of Connor's teammates jump into the ring and attack Connor. Is what this all looks like. So now some of
0: Khabib's teammates. You said Connor mm. right
1: there. So yeah, some of Khabib's teammates um, jump into the ring and attack Connor.
0: Um, which I don't. Which which is the part that I really don't like. Out well, that happened... there's
1: more to it though. We've seen more of the video, and and so now now Khabib's purse is being withheld. Connor has been paid, but if you really analyze all of this, there there really should be there really be should be more of analysis. And Connor has gotten away with a lot of it being an Irish white man. I feel, and Khabib as a Russian Muslim is being um is getting the short end of the stick and kind of being mistreated. And this is it's 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 all very racist. I feel, because first of all, when um. You didn't know this, but the person that Khabib jumped is Dylan Danis. Do you know who that is?
0: Mm, isn't that Connor's coach? Yeah, he's of Connor's MMA
1: coach and known known meathead asshole uh, who had who had been goading Khabib. And actually, at that point, like before before Khabib jumped on him, as um, if you see the footage, as um, Khabib is rear naked choking Connor, um, Dylan Danis is already walking up to the ring and talking shit and screaming at Khabib from ringside. So Mm. Khabib finishes. He looks over at Dylan Danis. Dylan Danis is giving him like the come come over here motion, and he calls him a Muslim rat. Really? He says Muslim rat. He says Muslim rat. Yeah, he calls him a Muslim rat, and he's like, you know, come over here, you Muslim rat. So where do you
0: see? Where did you find this information?
1: Um, this is in another video where where it gets explained, and it has a lot of. There's a lot of like cell phone footage. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I don't have it. What's the video? I don't know where it is. I just watched it already. I just watched it. and
0: That's an important video to have kept if we're going to be making these accusations. <laughs> is it what really happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. It's a big video.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's this one. It's this one, yeah.
0: Okay, so if you guys want to see these videos where we're talking about, it's um, the video is titled, Brawl, in parenthesis, Investigation, What Really Happened, Conor McGregor, Khabib, Post-Fight Brawl, UFC 229. This is from uh, Joe and Graham 1 on youtube yeah it's very this guy's got a lot of footage that he puts together yeah he does a super deep dive uh he does a he does a great job so like you were saying he says um come here you muslim rat then
1: so yeah so dylan Daniska is calling him a muslim rat and so khabib jumps out and attacks him now Mm -hmm. in the ensuing like madness um people start jumping over the fence connor starts trying to jump over the fence and they stop connor from jumping they stop Connor from jumping, and Connor actually punches Khabib's brother, or punches one of Khabib's training partners first. Okay. Connor throws the first punch, actually. So Khabib jumped over the fence to attack Dylan Danis, and now, um, and now Connor's, uh, Khabib's brother is up on the fence too. Connor's trying to jump over the fence, and he actually just throws a punch at Khabib's brother on the fence. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it was okay. his brother, but one of his teammates who was up on the fence, but the teammate wasn't attacking Connor. He was just up on the fence. Connor just punched that guy in the face for no reason. Mm, he just threw a punch. Connor just threw a punch, and that's what resulted in the other two guys jumping in and attacking Connor. Yeah, because they saw Connor punch the first guy on the fence.
0: Yeah, yeah. I see. I see.
1: See what I mean? So was it really like? Was it really just Khabib's fault? I don't. I don't agree. I don't think it was Khabib's fault. And at the same time, it was. It was. He was. He was. He felt very disrespected. He's a hardcore Muslim dude from Russia. He lives with his parents. You know,
0: Russians don't fuck around, man. Russians like... don't fuck
1: around really super religious people don't fuck around yeah and And he's like
0: people 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 who wrestle to this caliber don't fuck around either you know what i mean like fighters in general like are not like it's not a culture the martial arts
1: culture is not generally a culture that
0: fucks around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and connor was making jokes about his religion connor was talking about his his parents and his family and he, like, he was riling him up the whole time. It was... He's been
1: known to say wild racist shit for which he's never been held accountable for. Yeah. He broke bus. He break bus. He break bus. Did you see, did you see Khabib uh, responding at the pre- press conference? No, I didn't see what he said yet. He says, like, people talking about me um, starting the fight. What about, um, what about him breaking the bus? What about what he said about my religion and my father and my country?
0: yeah exactly like no one's holding connor accountable for these things that he's done or has said um being the the money the money child and and you know with his whiteness uh has granted him a lot of clemency
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah he calls himself
0: the champ champ he throws
1: water bottles he threw the dolly through the freaking bus like he almost (laughs) blinded a guy yeah he almost blinded a guy when he threw that dolly through the bus. Like a piece of glass landed in someone's eye. And one
0: of um, yeah, Conor's teammates. i mean, it's not Connor's It's one of Khabib's teammates' eyes. Yeah. No. It was like um, it, it was. It was a whole thing, man. Like, and t- it's almost like impossible to not expect some of these things with the way that he was. That with the way Conor like assaults some of the some of his um, some of his uh, opponents. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. verbally and physically. To be honest, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's thrown punches. Um, also another thing. So it looks at, it looks like Khabib. So Khabib's purse is being held. Um, the athletic, the athletic council is trying to figure out what they're going to do with his title. Um, uh, I guess, well, I guess the title is the UFC title, uh, whether they're going to let him fight again. So the UFC, apparently if, uh, if he gets suspended for too long, they're saying they're going to strip him,
0: man. I mean, they shouldn't but, suspend him for too long. I mean, I know, hope not. Like
1: The best thing though, is that like Khabib doesn't seem to give a fuck. Like he doesn't care. He's happy that he defended his honor. He told him. He told. He straight up told the UFC to shove that money up their ass.
0: Yeah. If he if they're gonna do that, like you can no, yeah, it up he told him. Way. He
1: told him. He's like, you can fire me. Like he said that if they fire any of his teammates, they might as well just send him his broken contract because he's because he's because because he, they can just fire him too. He said mm-hmm. that he doesn't care about the purse. I believe he told him not to choke on it. Was what he said, something along those lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something along those lines like you can keep the money. Don't let it like don't let it suffocate you on the way down. Mm, okay. Good, good shit. Because he's already, he's super famous in Russia, and I guess he's set, you know. That oh, yeah, if he goes ninja. to
0: Russia, he's set. He could go become, like, the governor of a city. Of, I mean, of country, he lives of, in of, Russia of already. Yeah, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. He go to, like, Russia and just become the governor of a state if he feels like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, it,
1: if the UFC drops him, another another fight franchise is going to pick him up.
0: Oh, 100%. Like, like he's going to be fine in the fight world. The UFC's got the most money, but as far as a fighter, he's he's pretty set, you know. He doesn't need to take it.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care. He became the, US, a the UFC the would
0: be the UFC would be stupid to let him go. He's so amazing. You know what I mean? People want to see him fight. He just had this fight, and um, you know, people want to see the rematch. You know, Pete, the UFC would be. Oh yeah, Khabib said he's their, also not
1: going to fight Conor again unless they make it very much worth his while.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah,
1: which means like, you're going to give me a shit load of money if you want to see that again. <laughs>
0: Like what, um, he was like, for
1: what? Like, what do you want? And exactly, why would he fight Connor again? He was, Connor was soundly beaten.
0: Nah, he was, he was defeated. You know, (laughs) Connor was defeated.
1: Mm -hmm. So later, like, yeah, they had a John Kavanaugh was, uh, who's, uh, what Connor's one of, one of, one of the other guys on Connor's, uh, teams was on Joe Rogan talking about the incident too, trying to come off like a nice guy. Yeah. When he's also just a known meathead asshole too.
0: Mm hmm. Well, there you go, man. It's mm-hmm. just like I'm. I'm looking forward to see what happens. I'd like to see Khabib come back. I'd like to see him get a whole bunch of money to just comp- to choke out Conor McGregor again. One more time, um, yeah. I'll
1: watch it again if he if he fights Conor again. I'll definitely watch him fight. I will definitely watch him choke Conor out again. Yeah, you got you got
0: my money, UFC. All you gotta do is bring is not be like pricks about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pay Khabib. And pay Khabib. Give that man his money. Moving forward, uh, let's stay in the fight world, right? Lena, Lana Del Rey wants to fuck up Azalea Banks.
1: What? What did what Azalea yeah, Banks man. do?
0: What didn't Azalea Banks do? <laughs> <laughs> She's wild. Um, but Lana Del Rey to Azalea Banks, I won't not fuck you the fuck up, quote unquote. After Banks defended Kanye West and prodded at Del Rey earlier this month, the fight escalated on Twitter last night. Uh, this was published on October 10th, just FYI.
1: Oh yeah, wasn't Azalea Banks like fucking getting really crazy on Twitter for a while? Is she is she back? She's at still it? really
0: crazy on Twitter. She hasn't stopped being crazy. Oh, no, she's just
1: not. She just hasn't been in the news for it lately. Which until, is a until goddamn now. shame
0: because she's an amazing rapper, first of all. But she's she's got some um, very problematic views in general.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she she
0: looks like she's uh, siding with Kanye. Yeah. Um, so the argument seemed to stem from Del Rey's critical response to Kanye West on Instagram last week, replying to yet another picture of West in the MAGA hat, taken shortly after the, uh, on the MAGA hat. Um, Del Rey accused, Del Rey accused West of narcissistic delusions of grandeur. Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but you, but, but your support of him is a loss for the culture, Del Rey wrote. Um, this upset Banks, who defended West and prodded at Del Rey in a series of Instagram missives last Monday. Banks wrote that she was tired of white women in Hollywood and their fake-ass, innocent agendas. Um, these bitch, and then she she tagged Del Rey and wrote, "These bitches will take any opportunity to make themselves seem more righteous." in regards to black men who don't bow down to their vapid social power or more civilized and respectable than the black woman that have a real reason to be angry. Eventually, Banks was direct. Uh, She wrote, Now I dare you to challenge me on any of my opinions, which, like the word witch, not not witch as in, over. like, this is what I mean. (laughs) She wrote, You aren't built for battle. I suggest you apologize to Kanye West immediately. Um... And yeah, it's just, uh, wow. Like based off of this statement that, that, uh, Azalea, that Banks wrote, you know what I mean? She's not wrong, but she's hitching her wagon to the wrong horse. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not an incorrect statement, but you're hitching your wagon to the wrong, to the wrong horse, you know? So Lana Del Rey wrote, you know, the Addy pull up anytime, say it to my face. But if I were you, I wouldn't, I won't not fuck you up. Period. Banks, you could have been the greatest female rapper alive, but you blew it. Don't take it out on the only person who had your back. Uh, And Azalea Banks responded to the offer of a physical fight by criticizing Del Rey's appearance. First, we need to call the surgeon who did her pointy, Michael Jackson Nose, and ask for some Kebala for those chicken patties. (laughs) Next. Next we need to next we need her to head over to Instagram and invest in some flat tummy co. lollipops and a twenty dollar waist trainer. Damn. Damn, right? <laughs> Just low blows. A lot and of the Delray Del has a very flat tummy. Yeah. Del Rey wrote, I'll send you my surgeon's number and a good psychiatrist I know in LA. Your psych me, your psych meds aren't working. Uh azalea banks wrote where's the pull-up tweet i'm talking to my lawyer and del rey wrote tell him it's a promise not a threat so del rey sounds like she's ready to throw some hands at this point <laughs> yeah right which is not something i would have expected in this uh from in this world but you know what uh facts don't matter it's 2018 donald trump's the president kanye west has gone even crazier and uh we're in another dimension man we we're like in the upside down right now or something so whatever i'm all about Lana it del rey will fight you down to del rey will take you down in a fist fight apparently it's a crazy crazy world man and i'm just living in it
1: Mm -hmm. we're just citizens
0: (laughs) we're just citizens trying to like just we're just a whole bunch of squirrels trying to get a nut man (laughs) who do you think would win in that fight (sighs) though? i mean i don't know man i guess my my money's on azalea to be honest yeah if i had to pick one (laughs) if i had to pick one just off of like the top of my head I think
1: Lana Del Rey might be getting it over her head, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? You know who? I don't know what she She might have a, she might have a trainer. Yeah. For all we know, she might be doing some kickboxing classes or
0: something. Where is she from? Was she from a tough city? Let's see. She's from New York, New York. She's from Manhattan. Mm. Not a tough city. Well, depends what part of Manhattan, I guess, but I thought Manhattan was a nice part. I mean, she's, she was born in the eighties. I don't know.
1: I thought Manhattan see. was
0: always a nice part. Her hometown is Lake Placid, New York. So, yeah, she's from the suburbs. Not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So probably not, not, not super tough. Azalea Banks is also from New York. Well, part of New York is Azalea Banks from. I mean, I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna assume. So we're just gonna. Look <laughs> it up. Yeah, I mean, I thought you already had it there. She's from Harlem, so. <laughs> they build them different over there, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You used to uh, live there.
0: I never lived in Harlem. but I lived in Brooklyn. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived you know in Bushwick. The, you know the boroughs.
1: You lived in the hipster part. No, I did not. But Bushwick is where the hip
0: is the hipster part, isn't it? Isn't that where mm. the hipster part is? It is becoming the hipster spot. When uh, I came in, there were potholes and crackheads. Now there's still crackheads, but there's no more potholes. By the time I left. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some more coffee Um, spots. There's more coffee spots. Dude, it's like the the gentrification happened before my eyes. (laughs) It was wild. Like saw um, it? I saw it happening. Like I lived in Bushwick and there was like, when I moved in, there was like a, there was a memorial for someone who had just died. Um, Our downstairs neighbors had just been robbed. They were potholes. And there was like a a literal like crack house, like a block down from me. You know what I mean? By the time I left, by the time I left, um, all the, all the, the street was paved. Um, There were trees on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, The crack house was still there. Um, But there was like some, there was a coffee shop. There was like a vegan coffee shop. There was like two new bars on my street. Um, And, there was they were building like two another bar also on another side of my street, and they had they were trying to change the name um to North William to South Williamsburg, which is the the really hipster area. So I'm interested oh, to see Williamsburg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they were so I'm to interested call to your s-
1: spot South Williamsburg.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm interested to see what it's become by the next time I go visit that area. You know what I mean?
1: Are you planning on it anytime soon?
0: I'd like to visit New York again. I mean, I want if if my business takes off, I'm planning on visiting it more often so I can buy some vintage clothes from there. I like thrift, I like vintage shop the vintage shopping in New York City. I got some pretty good spots there, and even th- and then I can write it off. You know what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> you got anything anything to bring to the table to want a finisher? Mm, what do you have? Because I got, I got I got one more, but it's too depressing. All right. Well, let's bring up this one with the with the entire plane entire plane evacuated because this woman's emotional support squirrel.
1: Yeah, there you go. Mine was a mine was of uh, mine was a children of children at a Trump rally saying like ridiculous racist shit.
0: Uh just just racist stuff that was taught to them by their parents.
1: Yeah, 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 that's too much of a bummer right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she wound up screaming shut up bitch at the passenger and giving everyone the finger on her way off of the plane and, you know, She there's a picture. There's a great picture of her just walk being pushed off uh, on a wheelchair, um, giving everybody the finger as she walks away. And I think that's the that's the vibe I'm at right now in 2018 (laughs) with your squirrel, with my squirrel, with my with my emotional support squirrel specifically, (laughs) not just my squirrel. It's my emotional support squirrel. Due to a recent spat of fatal mishaps, airlines have had to make a pretty clear which animals you can and can't bring on flights. Dogs, cats, and weirdly enough, mini horses are totally fine. Pretty much everything else, like peacocks, hamsters, and snakes, are a definite no. But somehow, a woman in Florida, obviously, apparently thought <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be totally chill to take her emotional support squirrel on a recent flight, only to wind up getting kicked off the plane once the crew found out she brought a live rodent into the cabin.
1: Was it? A, where did she get this squirrel? Do they sell squirrels at a pet shop? Is what I'm wondering. I mean, or, it's Florida. this squirrel so... she caught? <laughs> like we said, it's Florida, so the answer could be either or. You know, I just, I just wonder if there's tame squirrels, because it looks like the <laughs> argument is that like squirrels are not tame animals and they can get pretty mean. You know, if um, if they feel like it. Yeah. And well, which Frontier... be, which would not be. We
0: can't blame them for because they are wild animals that aren't shouldn't be kept as pets. Yeah. Frontier explicitly bans rodents in their emotional support animal policy as well. Oh well, this woman was able to just sneak it into into the plane past security, which is a whole other topic. You know what I mean? But they also ban reptiles, insects, hedgehogs, rabbits, sugar gliders, non-household birds, or dirty animals. Oh man! For those who, I did, when I used to work at Tacos Perla, there was um I had a
1: scuffle over a uh, over a quote unquote emotional support animal for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had what was these the thing? two customers, the worst customers ever. This motherfucker named Bob, old All guy. Right. Yeah, this old fat guy named Bob, who would just come in and always order the veggie taco and make sure and like make it a point to tell me to get the to have to to get good grill marks on it. Mm-hmm. It was one of the tacos that we made on the grill. He's like, I want there to be grill marks on it. Uh uh-huh. huh. Complain if it wasn't marked correctly. Uh huh. And um. At one point, they started bringing in his um his stupid little dog. They had this little dog that they kept bringing in, but the thing about the dog was like we weren't dogs weren't allowed in the store, in mm-hmm. the restaurant. So to which they said it was an emotional support dog. So for a while, we had to let them get away with it because actually, legally, when someone tells you that they have an emotional support animal, you're not really allowed to question them. You can't ask yeah, them for the papers or anything. Yeah. But I actually did some research and it turns out that you can question them if it's not if the animal starts not acting like an emotional support animal. Ah, I see. So if they say this is my emotional support dog, but then the dog
0: starts wilding out and barking. You then you can be like, um uh, suspicious. And not acting like the trained animal that it's supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once it's not acting the way it's supposed to act, then you can actually you can actually um you can make a thing about it. Mm-hmm. So I had to do that with these guys because their dog was like their dog was yippy. Yeah, yeah. It was yippy, and it did not like anyone coming near it. It would growl at people. It almost bit someone one time. Okay. So finally, like Bob was like, "He's an emotional support dog." I'm like, "Bob, I know it's it's not an emotional support dog. It's like it's trying to bite people. It's growling. Like we both know that's not an emotional support animal." So, mm-hmm. like, show me the documents or stop bringing it. Yeah. And they made a big ass deal. They stopped coming to the restaurant for a couple di- for a couple weeks, but then they came back. They always came back.
0: <laughs> they needed their fix. Mm-hmm. Fucking taco sluts. Mm-hmm. It's okay, man. I'm one too. I can I can call you a taco slut because I'm a taco slut too. As a fellow taco slut. <laughs> and did he ever bring that back up? Did he ever bring the dog back?
1: Um, no, but that was like also kind of like shortly, like shortly before the end, the demise of Tacos Perla.
0: I see. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck you, Tacos Perla.
1: Fuck you, Bob.
0: Hey, what's that other restaurant that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, oh, the Hobnob Hill. I keep forgetting about Hobnob Hill. I think we got just enough time to actually like we got just enough talk, to, about, talk you know, about it. The other day it was just it was just funny cuz they added us on Instagram. And I think I I don't even remember it anymore if I if it really did happen, but I remember like I feel like I talked shit about them on our on an episode of our podcast like right before they added us on Instagram. Uh-huh. So, you know, if anyone it's, at Hobnob Hill is like listening to us, fuck you. Your food sucks. Yeah. If I was talking shit about it, you know, those burgers are dry. Um, The eggs are cooked like no one gives a fuck. And I've <laughs> eaten there a couple times. And, you know, it's like it's a subsidiary area or it's like owned by the same people mm-hmm. that own this other restaurant in San Diego called Rudford's, which mm-hmm. also has it's very, very, very hard to find something that's good on the menu. Mm hmm. You know, so it's like they kinda of try to like fancy of the Rudfords over there. At Rudfords they got they got canned vegetables and they are not ashamed about it.
0: They're not ashamed about their cans. Yeah.
1: Speaking of canned vegetables, I think I might go to I might stop by the San Diego pie shop too, where they also give you canned vegetables. But they um they, they don't charge right. you like they don't they don't act pretentious about it, you know?
0: They don't charge you like if they weren't canned vegetables. Oh yeah, the San Diego
1: chicken pie shop is cheap as fuck. <laughs> and I'm about That's to funny.
0: go kill some chicken pies, my guy, because I have not eaten yet. The chicken pot pie shop, you said?
1: Mm-hmm. Did you ever eat there when you lived in San Diego?
0: I have a chicken pot pie shirt in my drawer right now, my guy. You have the, the, a shirt from that shop? Yeah, I bought I bought the shirt. Oh, awesome. Did you go there a lot? Uh, uh I went there a few times, but I always love local businesses like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if they have like a cool design that I that I or like a half even a half decent mm-hmm. design design, I'll buy the shirt, you know?
1: You know what's funny about the San Diego pie shop or chicken pie shop is that it's an old business. It's been there a long time. And pretty much all like the servers there and the people that work there have all been working there for years. Yo, like
0: the guy. people like, who eat there have all been eating there for years. And the people <laughs> who
1: eat there have been eating there for years, yeah, it's for decades. And it's like at one point it was all young people there eating pop pies apparently.
0: Yeah, and then they really just aged. like.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they all stayed there. When I was canvassing, like um, when I used to canvass, this one guy, I, one of my partners was this old guy. And uh, he drove around in a vintage car too. And one thing he was told, he's was like, you know, when I was like younger, I was like, because I talked about the chicken pie shop. He's was like, when I was younger, I used to like, I was like fucking one of the servers there. And I was like, <laughs> one of the old ladies there, he's like, well, she wasn't an old lady back then. <laughs> That's funny, man. Like oh, I used to hook up. I knew who it was. So I, was like, I used to hook up with my server, at the Pie Shop. That's so cute. <laughs>
0: Shout out to that guy. Mm-hmm. Shout
1: out to that guy. I hope they're still. You know what? That doesn't mean that you can't be getting your freak on now. You know.
0: Yeah, you could still be fucking that lady, yeah, that yeah, server yeah. at the yeah, at yeah. The, serve, I hope that the old server at
1: the Pie Shop still
0: be fucking. I hope they can get. I hope they get keep get. I hope they keep getting their backs blown out for the rest of their lives. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. On that note, thank you for joining us and what's been on our mind this week. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at Manny Grins on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Twitch and if you want to
1: get a hold of me you can reach me at sacasal on instagram as well as sakasal pie on twitter our instagram is hot soup boys shit's popping off over there add us on
0: instagram like follow subscribe rate review twitter is also hot soup boys if you want to send us an email you can send one to hot soup at com. you can also send us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash hot soup
1: so what's out your window